On the latest episode of the Drum Shuffle Podcast, Jamie Eats talks with Jack Bruno, drummer to the stars, including Tina Turner. Have you heard of her? Listen wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, jamieeads.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. You want me to get out? You get out. Do you smell almonds? Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like. Chest pass through him. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very nervous. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Yes! Yeah! Hello! From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 32, Oklahoma Big 12 Tournament First Round Edition. Follow me on Instagram, UnreasonableDoubtWV, Twitter, tweeting on Twitter, at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know. Did you get the shakes today? The Facebook was down. Was you trying to refresh and refresh and refresh? Well, it's back up, I think. And you can find the Unreasonable Doubt podcast page on Facebook. Find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. Justin Larch did that recently. Thank you, Justin. Chris Sangrid. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, Chris. He did that recently. Both of those guys hit the blue thumb. So... Keep telling people to hit the blue thumb. Or you probably haven't you haven't said that in your life. So maybe do it once to a stranger. And then they'll be like, hey, what are you talking about? Like, ah, whatever. I don't what happened? And then you just keep walking. Unreasonable down WV at gmail.com is the email address. Send me an email. I'll read it on this podcast. So West Virginia plays Oklahoma in the first round. This is the first round is an exclusive company. It's for the four worst teams in the Big 12. They play two games on Wednesday and then the real tournament starts tomorrow and West Virginia will be a part of the real tournament. They win tonight 72-71 in a nail-biter. It was close all the way through. Oklahoma took the lead late in the first half. They were up two at halftime. They built the lead up to five. West Virginia was doing some weird things. Oklahoma was getting some easy baskets. Huggins called a timeout. Regrouped. Oklahoma got up six, but West Virginia got it close. It was 47-47. to for what seemed like forever, and then Chase Harler hit a hit a long three to take the lead, and West Virginia held on to the lead for the rest of the game. West Virginia wins despite shooting only 38% for the game, despite Derek Culver being in foul trouble the whole game, only played 13 minutes, did not foul out. But West Virginia compensated for that. Only nine turnovers in a Big 12 game. 
Amazing. Out-rebounded Oklahoma by 10. And West Virginia moves on. Can you imagine? I mean, so West Virginia's down six early second half. And it can go one or two way, one of two ways, right? Either the wheels fall off, West Virginia caves, Oklahoma builds a lead and holds it. Good night, West Virginia. But they hung in. This team is playing hard. And when I did the emergency episode, that's all I was asking for. Play hard. Get better. And (laughs) West Virginia could only play nine guys. All nine guys played. All nine guys scored. And so with Culver having a rough one, everybody else stepped up in unique ways. First of all, I hate to get well. I hate to. This is a this is disrespect to Jermaine Haley and Jordan McCabe, but my MVPs for this game are Logan Round and Andrew Gordon. Culver gets two quick fouls. At at one point, Huggins had four guards in there, and Logan Rout. And West Virginia hung in, and Logan Rout was a stud tonight. Eight points, five rebounds. Excellent defense. Had the little baby hook going. Just when he was around the ball, good things were happening. Andrew Gordon, four points, four rebounds. A big block on the defensive end. One time, there was a scramble for the ball, and the guy thought he was going to take it from Gordon. And he, in fact, did not and got called for a foul. Gordon's out there hustling, and those guys compensated for Culver being out. And that was awesome. Lamont West had 15. Jordan McCabe, 14 points, 4 assists. The shot was not working, but he made shots when it counted, and he protected the ball. Very confident with the ball. Jermaine Haley. If it wasn't for Culver having a bad night, and, and Gordon and Rout compensating, Haley would be the MVP. 14 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. There was a play that Haley made with 4 minutes left where he got the ball and he, like every once in a while, this, this passive dude, remember? I, I'll keep saying it. He, he said before the season... When describing himself, he was a pass-first, pass-second guard. This dude. Same guy. 12 rebounds. And this play, he just he just decided he was going to score. And he's our best finisher around the rim. When he gets close, he's got the best chance of the ball going in. And he did some a behind-the-back dribble, some spin moves... And put it up with his right hand, made the shot, got fouled to put West Virginia up three with four minutes left. Jermaine Haley had a night. And that's like the normal. In the last few games, McCabe and Haley, they're getting it done. Emmett Matthews, sneaky Emmett Matthews game. Seven points. 
eight rebounds. He didn't play a lot of minutes, but he was involved in the action. And like I said, you know, we had games earlier in the season where like three or four guys didn't score and played substantial minutes. This game, everybody scores and they're all needed because West Virginia up three late in the game. Haley goes to the foul line, misses the free throw. Oklahoma comes down, gets a shot off. It looks like a three in the moment. The guy makes it. They go to the replay, and he got it in time, but his foot was on the line, making it a two-pointer, and instead of going to overtime and risking it, West Virginia wins by one and advances. So, does that, it does, this win does not magically fix the season, okay? But what it does do, a few things. First of all, they get to play another game of basketball that matters and a chance to play a team that thumped them one time and West Virginia should have beat them at one time. And they were the co-champions, Texas Tech was, this season. But those are the facts. Texas Tech throttled WVU at home. And West Virginia should have beat Texas Tech early in the year at home. So that's an even split. I'm not banking on WVU winning tomorrow night. But guess what? Here's what I like. Derek Culver had a rough game. (laughs) And so... I can't imagine them having having the same game again tomorrow night. That's my optimism for the Texas Tech game. And then banking on the other guys doing what they've been doing consistently. Like we're we've got like five or six five games in a row where guys are in their roles being consistent in what they do, and that's keeping West Virginia in games and winning a few. It it was great. And a lot of things had to bounce WVU's way. Oklahoma missed some layups. They had some turnovers at some inopportune times. Shots that they were making in their last game in Norman against WVU was not going down. That guy from Maine that's, that killed us both games previous was held to five points. Fake Larry Bird led Oklahoma in scoring. We had some help, and we'll take it. We being the WVU basketball team, I had nothing to do with it. I just like to put myself in there. I'm excited. What can I say? But Oklahoma, with that loss... Puts them squarely on the bubble, the tournament bubble. I would take no pleasure in making sure Oklahoma does not make the tournament. (laughs) Random thoughts coming up. I tell you every time I do this podcast that you need to go to Woody's Goodies. 
pick a store. Go to both stores. They have one in Marmette. They have one in St. Albans, West Virginia. They have discount deals. They've got different things every time you go to the store. They have a Facebook page where they show you the night before what's going to be in the store the next day because inventory is changing all the time. If you go to St. Albans on Thursday, March 14th, you're going to see some treats. A lot of stuff for the car. They have DVDs on sale. They have lots of Wi-Fi cameras. And by lots, I mean more than one. They got headphones, tools, all sorts of different stuff. Charging cables, you name it, they might have it. Go check it out for yourself. Woody's Goodies, St. Albans Barmet. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Now, typically in a losing season, once you play your last game in the conference tournament and you don't win the tournament, then that's the season. You're done. You're not making the NCAA tournament because you have a losing record and they're not going to pick you. And then the tournament below that, the NIT tournament, are for teams that don't make the NCAA but they typically want teams that have won more than they've lost. So typically, again, in a losing season, you don't make the NIT either. But there's this one tournament. The official name of the tournament is the College Basketball Invitational. The acronym is CBI. This thing's been around since 2007. And guess what? If you cut them a check, you can have 20 losses. And apparently, you can be in the tournament. <laughs> what kind of tournament is this? I'm, it's very confusing. But from what I'm reading from Mike Kazaza and other folks and getting quotes from the athletic director and Huggins, they want to do this CBI tournament. Now, I get it. This is a completely different team now than what you had at the beginning of the season. Lots of changes that we've talked about and talked about, and I won't go into detail again on this podcast. Forgive me if I do it in the future. But the guys that are playing now... A handful have been on the team, and the rest of the people, most of the people, are new. And they're getting reps. And with anything in life, the more reps you get, the better you're going to be. And so, if there's a tournament that exists where you cut a check, and that means you get to practice more, and get to play at least one game, and possibly like five or six more games and get the young guys some reps. I can't fault them for doing that. But don't tell me it's great. <laughs> and don't don't tell me it's the it's the college basketball invitational. I'm not accepting that name. This tournament is the sad tournament. Okay? 
drop the CBI stuff. This is a sad tournament. Because <laughs> any team, and I would say this from an outside perspective, if another team made a tournament and they had conceivably eight more losses and wins, then it's a sad tournament. I'm sorry. I cannot fault West Virginia for going. I will. If it's available to watch, I will watch. If it's just on the radio, I'll listen and keep track of what's going on and be invested in the games. I can't help that. If they're playing, I'm in. Okay? But it is 100% the sad tournament. Okay? Uh, but it sounds like we're going to be there. So, barring a miracle, in the Big 12 tournament, where we would win it and go to the NCAA tournament with a losing record, which has been done before, we wouldn't be the first to do that. But barring that miracle, we're playing more basketball. And I'm cool with it, but also... Hypothetically, how are you supposed to react if West Virginia wins the SAD tournament? Remember when WVU won the NIT? It was it was coming off of consecutive trips to the NCAA tournament, an Elite Eight followed by a round of 32 where we lost to Texas. And so is Frank Young's senior season, Darius Nichols' senior season. And, well, no, Darius Nichols wasn't a senior. Anyway, they go through the, the second-tier tournament, the NIT. They get to the final. They win. The T-shirts... They say NIT champion, but they also say West, and it's not Virginia. They misspelled Virginia. It was V-I-R-G-I-N-A. <laughs> and you can pronounce that however you want. Um, now, a few weeks later, Beeline was out of here. But Beeline coached that team. They won. And I'll just ask you, if you were a fan of WVU basketball during the NIT year, how did you feel when we won it? I mean, I remember what I felt like when West Virginia beat Kentucky to go to the Final Four in the, in the NCAA tournament. I don't remember how I felt... <laughs> When West Virginia won the NIT, I think they played Mississippi State in the final or Clemson. I don't know. They could have played a combination of Clemson and Mississippi State. I, I don't remember. And I'm not going to look it up because, okay, that trophy exists in the trophy area, in the practice facility. There's a banner saying that we won it. I'm sure guys on the team... Uh, hold some fondness for that. I mean, if you if you end the season on a win, I guess that's the counterpoint. Is that if you, if you end the season on a win, whether it's a sad tournament or not, 
Very few teams get to end on a win. So I guess there's that, but also there had to have been some shoulder shrugging in the NIT. And so if we look at the CBI, I, I don't know. But I'm getting ahead of myself because I don't think, <laughs> I don't know if we'd be a favorite to win the sad tournament. I don't know. But I think that's happening. And I guess we'll experience that together. Unless you've already checked out. Final thoughts coming up. You're running out of time to get in on a great deal provided by Dyer Prime Creative Group, lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. You know what their deal is. They do custom designs. They're a full-service graphic shop. They are veteran-owned and family-owned. They don't charge screen fees. They don't charge design fees. And March 31st, the deal ends for... And it's a great deal. Get a custom design from Dyer Prime. Put it on a color t-shirt. Pick the color. 50 single custom shirts with your design made by Dyer Prime, $300. Want white t-shirts? They can do that. 50 of those with your custom design, $275. This offer ends March 31st, so get in on this deal. Dyer Prime. Visit them at DyerPrime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com, or call them or text them, 304-767-4445. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Now, not to feed a fed horse. (laughs) Thank you, PETA, for that. Here are the 16 teams that were invited to last year's SAD tournament. And if I don't know the mascot, I'm just going to make it up. So here are the 16 teams that made the SAD tournament last year. Campbell. Campbell Soups. Canisius. The Canisius Phoenixes. Central Arkansas. The Central Arkansas Central Razorbacks. Colgate. Made the SAD tournament last year. The Colgate Toothbrushes. Eastern Washington. The Eastern Washington uh, Pointy Mountains. Grand Canyon University. The Grand Canyon Scenic Views. Jacksonville State. West Virginia played Jacksonville State this year, and I don't remember their, their mascot. Miami of Ohio, the Red Hawks, I know them, Mercer, the Mercer Mercenaries, New Orleans, the New Orleans Crayfish, the North Texas Mean Green, San Francisco, the the San Francisco Treats, and that's obvious, Seattle University, the Seattle Supersonics, South Dakota, University of South Dakota, the South Dakota flat spots. University of Texas Rio Grande Valley. The UT Rio Grande Valley Sidewinders. And the Utah Valley 
The University of Utah Valley. The Utah Valley Ski Lifts. So those are the 16 teams that were in the SAD tournament last year. One of the 16 teams in the 2019 tournament, barring a miracle, WVU. And again, I'm cool with that. But just just giving facts. That's it for this episode. <laughs> what am I talking about? And why am I picking on Mercer? It's not fair. These are all reputable universities. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcast, Overcast, Radio Public, Podbean, Stitcher Radio. The person who's listening on Pocket Cast reached out on Twitter. Thank you, sir. We found the Pocket Cast listener. Castbox. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review. Do all those things. Please. Please do that. Max Preach. The next game for WVU. It counts. It's the next round of the Big 12 tournament. It's happening tomorrow evening. A little bit earlier. 7 p.m. Playing Texas Tech. West Virginia will not be favored. Against the co-Big 12 champions. But we have evidence with the with this sad team that we can hang. And so on a neutral court, Texas Tech, they're assured of going to the NCAA tournament, so they could overlook this game. Who knows? It's probably gonna be bad, but who knows? We'll see what happens. I'll record a podcast after the game, and I hope you listen. Until then, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2018-19 season is 13 wins and 19 losses. <laughs>